0: Want me to keep talking? you keep talking? We're good? Okay. Good morning, friend. You good? Good morning. Hey, guys, have
1: fun. All right. <laughs> hey, <laughs> Jim, that was awesome. Oh, thank
0: you, you so much. It was really good. You're super a cool.
1: great public speaker.
0: Oh, really? I don't Thanks.
1: know if you've done that a lot.
0: I've had some practice. Okay, you're
1: great. You're a natural. And you said, um, I'm like this all the time. Come to my house and you'll see it. And I've been to your house. And it's true. That's that's really who you are. It is totally
0: true. Just
1: excited about life. I love it. Yeah, I am. Very fun. Well, you said this in the beginning, and this doesn't have anything to do with the message itself. Okay. Okay. You said, if you're a parent, you have a story to tell. Tell us, a, tell us a story.
0: Okay, so recently my almost two-year-old has decided that being naked is better than having clothes on. And I never had this with any of my other kids, just him. And so I'm struggling to keep diapers on him all of the time. It's But, but we came up with the, um, here's what we do, we turn the diaper backwards now, and so the The little Velcro things go in the back, and he can't get the diaper off. And so I think I've outsmarted him this time.
1: That's hilarious. (laughs) Well, I guess it's okay if they're two or three. You know, he gets to be 12, 13. That's when it's it's a a little
0: dangerous. (laughs) Yeah, I'm like, come on, dude. Just keep the
1: diaper on. That's hilarious. (laughs) Well, the message was incredible. I love it. And you brought up um, a few times the the reality that God will speak to us. And I love what you said, one word from the Lord will change the trajectory of your life. And um, you said God wants to speak to us and it doesn't have to be here at church. And we all want that. We all want to hear from God. Um, What does it look like for you, for the people who say, "I I want to hear from God. How do I do that? How would you tell someone, this is what I do, to hear from God and this is how God speaks to me.
0: So some years ago I was reading a book and um, they were talking about the way that you hear the Lord and not everybody hears the Lord the same thing and the same way and it's not a weird thing. For me I love to uh, listen to, I turn on worship music sometimes, sometimes I simply will just be quiet, I'll just sit down, and all of a sudden the Lord's like, hey, I love you, or hey, I care about you, or hey, I know you're struggling in this area, and, and it's just like these still small thoughts that come in, this voice that, it's not an audible voice, but it's just simply, God, you're so good, and then He, it's like he has that open door just to bring hope, and he just starts speaking. Sometimes it's scriptures, sometimes it's worship songs, um, sometimes it's just, hey, the sky is amazing, and, and he created it for me. I mean, it really is that simple.
1: That's awesome. It's not, it's not as hard as we, as we try to make it, is it?
0: No, it's not, and you don't have to be a scholar. That's what I love. I mean, some people can go out in nature and they're just overwhelmed with, with creation, that they're like, wow, God, you're so good, and then that leads to really this conversation with the Lord.
1: That's beautiful. Well, you said during your message that there was a long time between the promise that God made to Abraham, hey, you're gonna have a son, and years go by and the promise is not fulfilled, And so they end up making their own plans. Sarai says, why don't you take Hagar and have a child with her? I heard somebody say one time that God will take forever to do something real quick. And I (laughs) love that. That is true. (laughs) Yeah. So how how do we, in the midst of waiting for God to fulfill his promises, how do we keep from pulling a Sarai? And sure. taking matters into our own hands. Yeah,
0: you know, I'm not the most patient person that there is, and I struggle with trusting God in the in-between, and I really think that that's what Sarah was doing. Sarah, she was, you know, God had given her this promise, and when we like it to happen right now, God's like, I just want you to trust me. And I feel like God in my life has Challenge me to trust him in those areas. Maybe he hasn't spoken about that specific promise in a long time, but he wants to, and I just need to kind of position myself to hear him and then trust that he's good. His character cannot be changed. He is a good God. He's a faithful God. He is a God of promises. And when you understand about the character of God, his character can't change from his name. Like they're intertwined. It's who he is. He's faithful. And so if I believe that he said this to me, then I just need to trust that in the process, he's doing something really cool in my life. And I have seen him do it time and time again. And a lot of times he's like, Jen, I really want this part of your heart. And he like just wants to shape it more. So I would say just trusting the Lord and it's easier said than done.
1: Yeah, (laughs) yeah, for sure. For sure is. And especially when like Sarai, you've had a lot happen that you didn't expect. And the angel comes and he says, where have you been? Where are you going? She can't answer the question where she you're can. going.
0: She doesn't know where she's going. And she's like, I don't see what tomorrow is for me. I don't even know if there is a tomorrow. And so I really feel like yeah. she was in that state. I mean, she went to the wilderness. Who goes to the wilderness? Um, yeah. I wouldn't pregnant at that. I mean, yeah. come on, when I'm pregnant, I want to be home on my couch eating chocolate and ice cream all the time. But she runs to the wilderness.
1: It's almost like she says, I'm not gonna live anymore."
0: Right, anyway. I've kind of like, given up yeah. all hope, and God sees her. And it's the first time that we see in scripture where the angel of the Lord meets someone, and let alone a woman. Mm. Which I thought, God, you, you love us. I mean, you love men too, but yeah. you love us.
1: Yeah, that's so awesome. Yeah, so how do we keep going when we don't know where we are going?
0: And God is that good that He meets you in those moments, wow. and He's like, here's the word for you today, and here's this for you for tomorrow, but I, I need you to come back and still spend time with me because I want to continue to speak. You know, Because sometimes He gives us those words that really are just for that moment and that time because He wants that ongoing relationship with us.
1: So good. You, you brought up some of the different names of God from the Bible, which I thought was really cool. And that's not not something we hear of a whole lot, that God was called by different names throughout the Bible that meant different things to different people in the moment. You mentioned some of them, God is our provider, God is our healer, God is the all-sufficient one. And then you mentioned his name, Jehovah Nissi, the Lord is my banner. What does that mean, that he's my banner?
0: So for me, I think about my life and I want a covering over my life. I want the Lord to bring provision um, and I I want him to bring sustenance to me and and just that encompass. You know, I like to describe it as my husband is the head of our household and it's not this some archaic, I submit to him, whatever. It's this God, I trust you and my husband. And I really feel like this is important for me and for other people who are married that I trust the Lord and my husband because my husband goes to the Lord. And so God, God has just kind of orchestrated that the Lord is the is the covering but then Josh is the covering for us as well and as I submit to the Lord and honor and submit to my husband there's just this beautiful banner that is over us and our family and I really believe that that's why God, his favor is on our family like I'm his kid like, and I know that and I know that I'm special and I, I'm not trying to be haughty but I know I'm his kid
1: that's so awesome I love it you brought up parts of your own story and then mentioning even Hagar being in the wilderness, kind of in a place of hopelessness, of giving up. How does a person sort through all of the hopelessness and brokenness to come to a place where you actually can find hope in God?
0: Well, that's a good question. And I think we um, as human beings struggle with that. Quite a bit, we do. I do. Um, But you know, for me and my story, we did. We lost one of our twins, passed away in 2011, and it was the most devastating thing that our family has ever gone through. Um, But the Lord met us in our living room the night that he passed away. My husband got his guitar out, and he asked me if we wanted to worship. And I remember the Lord asking me, "Are you going to worship me? Are you going to worship me through this situation?" And I was like, "God, who else can I turn to but you?" Who else can I trust in this hopeless situation? And I believe that that really set us on a path for healing um, that was just so specific to our lives and really brought about this. uh, If I can trust God in those moments of despair, of really, I wanted to end my life in those moments. I was like, the pain is just too much. And when God met me there in those moments, I was like, okay, God, you met me so I can trust you. It really just did some inner healing and work in my life that God continues to heal me up. You know, He continues to speak about the loss of our son and how, um, you know, we always said, God, if you can take this, use it to bring people to you. And so that is our surrender and almost like our sacrifice to the Lord God. Here's our story. Bring people to the saving knowledge of Jesus that they can find hope.
1: That's so good. As you say all that, say you found hope in God by worshiping. I I can't help but wonder, typically when we worship Him, we think of all the good things about Him. <laughs> How do you find good things in when, yeah. Oh
0: gosh, so it was, my husband had written a bunch of worship songs and, and it was really cool because throughout our whole process, like both of us would have these words from the Lord and there were this, Worship song that my husband had written years before and the Lord brought it up in those moments. If I can be honest and, and, and vulnerable the Lord brought it up and my husband was like do you want to worship to this song and I'm like okay and it talked about going through the fire and how God is there going through the fu- flood and God is there going through things and the Lord is present in those moments and I think that's something that we might not recognize is that the Lord is present right now in what we walk through and he wants to be involved And you know my son went to be with Jesus the situation didn't change but I knew God was faithful and I knew he was good I I just I knew that really I didn't have any other place to go I mean what else was I going to do you know and so I kind of had to choose to trust the Lord Um, I knew it and then I had to choose it and walk it out and it was the hardest thing we've ever done
1: Thank you for sharing that because that that is really healing for people to be able to hear that you can hang on to God in the most desperate moments. Can. And I think that's when there. the beauty of his
0: character comes yeah. out yeah. and I'm able to see that it's not me. It's, it's, it is him picking up his people because he loves us and breathing hope into our souls because he's like, I got a plan. Like, Just hold on. I got a plan for all of this.
1: Yeah. That's so good. You wrapped up your message with Isaiah 43, 18-19. And the version I'm reading in the Bible read it this way, Do not dwell on the past. And that just screamed at me. And, And you said that in the beginning of your message, like God wants to speak to you today. And that screamed at me. And I know that that has to be the case for multiple people. There was a moment here or there all throughout the message where God spoke. People, and he spoke through you, and I'm just so appreciative of that. It was so good. Thank you so much for letting God use you that way. It's... I
0: love it. I love that God is real and He's alive. Anywhere, He just loves His kids. Like I wish everyone could understand that you are His favorite. Like you absolutely are a favorite of the Lord. So awesome. So
1: good. Well, absolutely. I I admire you a lot. I. <laughs> True story, on more than one occasion, have said out loud, I want to be like Jen when I grow up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks. So, I do. so thank you
1: for Absolutely. for serving the church It was today.
0: awesome. It was awesome. Thanks. thanks.